Hello, I'm Lillian. And I'm Benita. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the Girl to Woman podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode, we have a very, very exciting topic that yeah. we're going to be discussing. Yes, we're going to yes. be talking about life after the wedding. So mm. you know when how we get all excited about mm-hmm. the wedding? Well, there's still life there's after. Life after and that's what we're going to be discussing today. Yeah. So Benisa, how was life after the wedding? Like post-wedding blues, how was that for you? You know how people say, ah, the first year is going to be tough. Ah, you guys will quarrel. You people try and adjust. And I was like, ah, okay. But I did have my husband for like, what, four years? I think five. But I'd known him for like nine years because we went to the same university together. But, so I was really expecting us to be going at each other, you know. <laughs> but like everything was really smooth. Like he was a yes person. Wow. He was a yes person. These days, was, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why is it I know, like a little bit of, no, a lot of yes, but some no's. And I'm like, oh my God, you said no to me. But like, you know, at first he was really like a yes person. You know, oh, I wonder, oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. So he didn't really, we didn't quarrel. We were not even quarreling. We're mm. in our heydays. We're yeah. enjoying each other. I think the second year, we're also enjoying each other. So the, yeah. the early stages of our marriage was so sweet. It yeah. was really cool. It was so romantic. And then yeah. the fourth year, I don't remember what, what happened. And then he told me a no. And I was like, oh, he told me a no. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> I got so uh, dramatic. I was like, no, that means there's something wrong. Because he was not necessarily a no person, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, God is helping us now. There are good yeses now. And yes. some no's still, but we are, we're surviving. <laughs> I think, like, you, you might just be the exception. Or mm-hmm. maybe this happens. But mm-hmm. we have a renowned marriage coach with yes, us, BC. Yes, yes, To help yes, us, yes. you know, dissect this. <laughs> But I think my experience was very different. I was going to ask you different. that. What was yours like? It was, it, I think it was a typical, you know, what you expect. Mm-hmm. They, you know, cohabiting oh, and, and okay. all that. Like, oh, this is how I like things. This mm-hmm. is how I don't like things. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was just loggerheads. Like, you know, <laughs> I do my thing, you do your oh, thing. Wow. So, yeah, it was it was a typical first year. But funny mm-hmm. enough, it got easier. Like, it mm-hmm. got, as, you know, time went on, we were able to sort of communicate better, better and all mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I think the biggest thing for me that I noticed was that post-wedding depression mm. or post-wedding blues. Is that a real thing? Mm. Well, yeah, it is a real thing when you begin to wonder how did I get here? In fact, I think I did a post once with somebody looking around and thinking, how did I get here? <laughs> Especially if you, wow. if it's a rough first year, mm. you know, mm. I think that that's what not, you, you, you're not likely to get depressed if you are enjoying each other, if your yeah. spouse is making you feel like a princess, mm. like the woman in this world. But, if it's rough, you you, I think it comes from the confusion. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's not supposed to be like, like this. this. Yeah. Why is it like this? Have I made a mistake? Is this the biggest mistake of my life? Why are we here? What are we doing? Why are we fighting? We're supposed to be like yeah, in love, but, you yeah. know. So yes, that can easily, you know, just throw you into some kind of depression. Also, because most people don't really talk about their marriage. Uh, life or yeah. practically as far, oh, this is what happened to me. They this is common. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, this is normal. Don't, you know, blow it out of proportion. Don't personalize this. Mm-hmm. So you might feel really alone mm-hmm. in those early years. And I think as well, like personally, because of all the attention you get as a bride, yes. like on your during the wedding, wedding. and all of a sudden, nobody's calling you. Your mom that was calling you ten times, why should we And there's this thing because I remember even like when I got married, the pastor was saying, or the priest was saying that don't disturb your children or make mm, sure you let them, them be. My parents one. and my in-laws took that literally. <laughs> no <laughs> calls. No, and then we're, we're calling like even my husband's calling his parents like what happened? That's happened. <laughs> yeah. Just bashed it up. Oh no, the priest the priest said we should not disturb you. Come on, it was so strange. I actually found it very strange. So I think mm-hmm. those things add to it. Like, did mm-hmm. you have any form of like blues like after your wedding? Or were you still on a high for I a while? I think it was funny. I think I was on a high for a while because after we got married, um, I was actually my husband's crush. Like he had a huge crush on me. Uh-huh. So by the time we got married, I was like. I actually married her and I was like, let me enjoy this moment. (laughs) (laughs) But and then like a week after, because we stayed in a hotel like all through that wedding week. And then after a week after we now went for a honeymoon in Dubai. So it was almost it was just like la la land for a bit. And then maybe we were also in a new place. It was Mm. just us both. So we're just really enjoying, you know, being together. Mm. I think that by the time we go back to our house, like this back up, that's Mm. when I was like Life, you know, that's always breakfast, lunch. I didn't have to cook all the time, and then we had to now start cleaning the house and all of that. But there was still some la la moment. La la moment for me really is like we are just living in the clouds, really. Mm, <laughs> like, those moments were there for a bit. Mm. I think that reality actually sets in when I 
got pregnant because that's when it was like, oh my God, how's this everything is changing and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, for a bit, I was really in La La yeah. That's I, good. I think mine was worsened because of the pandemic as well because I oh, literally yes, got, got married, married just before yes. the pandemic. pandemic. Like, like the last wedding was in February and then yes. as soon as we got back inside the inside house, house locked no, in. we were locked for like two years yeah. literally because they refused to release us. So we were <laughs> like, like we're just stuck like, mm. you know, but um, that had its upsides mm. and its downsides. Yes, obviously. yes, definitely. Um, but the good things at the end we came out victorious mm. victorious and um, still together and still together yes. and a lot yes. of marriages actually crashed during, during that, that pandemic a lot of marriages crashed yeah. just, you, you would hear some really funny reasons why people were like you know what I'm like, back in my bathroom yeah. like, oh, I was no, really no. I was really busy yeah, I was re- yeah, you know I feel like you were you really know, they were saying busy really. that's like reason for a marriage they were actually saying things like because a husband and because um wait, 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 popular ones I knew the celebrities because they were not they didn't really used to see each other so when they come back from okay. set someone's like oh let's enjoy ourselves again before you're gone again but this time there was nowhere to go to again so yeah. things that they were not even noticing in the home before they started noticing they started picking quarrels and before I knew what was going on it got out of hand and exactly. they decided exactly. to go their separate ways it was just weird you know post-wedding it's, it's a lot of new <laughs> new challenges and mm-hmm. new experiences but especially for a woman mm-hmm. because that identity shift yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I know, like, I felt it as well. Like, it was, it's, it's even till now, I feel like when you call me, like, if you call my surname, it's like, oh, my husband's surname. I'm still trying to understand. Oh, yeah. It's like, you have to call my own surname, my dad's surname, and then call me. It, it's mm-hmm. like a real shift. Mm-hmm. How do new brides manage that? Because you will, I don't know if it's just me, but mm-hmm. I feel like you do feel it. You feel that change in identity. Oh, well, when, when it comes to name change, I think mm-hmm. now it's a conversation that couples need to be happy. Do we want to change? Do I want to change my name? Exactly. You know, so, well, let's, that's important fact must be agreed upon. Yes. Where it should be a a conversation that we're open to Mm. where somebody can decide that, you know what, I'd rather keep my name. Mm. Especially because not just even in the identity documentation, all of that is a hassle as well. You know, but if you agree to then take your husband's name, Mm. right, he does come with some form of most people in my counseling room, most women feel like marriage changes you. Mm. Yeah, and there's some kind of identity loss, mm. you know, when you get into marriage, when when you become somebody's wife. I think you also even said something. Mm. Oh, now I'm somebody's breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> you see, yes. which is something you didn't have to bother about. And mm. that can create some nagging thoughts around, well, should I? You know, mm. so what I have mm. is that people are a bit um, resistant, you know, because they don't know what to do with that feeling, mm. you know, so they're yeah. trying to create balance. Yes, I want to be somebody's breakfast, lunch and dinner, yeah. but you'll find that every once in a while, you you unconsciously create some form of resistance. Like, mm. I don't want them to take it for granted. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah, yes. I bear your name now, but, you know, sometimes I just want to feel like myself. Mm. So you do things to try to create that path for yourself mm. that says, I'm still me, mm. you know, but some mm. people embrace it, mm. you know, fully. Some people Sometimes love the thrill of just changing. Some people look forward to it, but it's different from many people. But yes, mm. indeed, mm. Um, there can be that sense of, oh, is it still me? I'm somebody's wife now. Do I have my own thing? Especially if you have a partner who is not like cognizant okay. of this thing and yes. able to ask you questions. How are you? Mm. How are you yeah, feeling? How are you mm. feeling? Mm. Do you feel good? You know, this, yeah. That no, that, I think that's definitely true and it's definitely important like what you mentioned about mm-hmm. having that conversation before I think even before you get married yeah. because you don't want a situation where as a man um, you're expecting your wife yes. to change and then you find out after the way that she, that <laughs> she was never in her thoughts never, yes. like it becomes an issue so mm-hmm. I think people take it for granted but I think mm-hmm. it's a conversation that should be had before you get married just so that everybody's on the same page and that's the one less thing to worry about yeah. there's so many other things to worry about <laughs> many, when you get married not, not the least <laughs> finances mm, finances yes. mm-hmm. my question <laughs> should a woman have to give up her financial identity when she gets married mm. would that help the marriage or does <sighs> that bring issues well that's why we should talk like yes. because the idea of giving up right you know we we seem to be in to be living with rules that were created for a different time. Mm. So when you talk about finances in the past, (laughs) when a woman wasn't giving up her financial identity, Mm. she was actually taking on a financial financial identity because in that time, she could not have our money. She Mm. could not have a house. She could not buy land. Mm. You know, you can't own property. You need her husband. You need a man. You need to be married for that kind of security. Mm. So that then was necessary that you come under your husband, that even if you have something, 
you will have to pull it together mm. because that's actually how you get recognized. Mm. Do you see? Mm. But we are in a time where you mm. already own your own yeah. before you get married. You have your own car, you have your own money, mm. you know, so couples should talk together. Now it's no longer about, I, should I give up my own? It's about what's, what works for us. Mm. Do you see? What goals do we have? Mm. My husband and I, for instance, we have different seasons where money looks different. So joint individual, joint post, joint um, spending, mm. sometimes not joint post, but joint spending, mm. just sometimes joint um, sort of accountability, mm. you know, so it looks different in different seasons, yeah. but it's not about a woman should not give up her financial identity. It's even impossible mm. because money is created from value. Mm. Yes. So if a woman You'll has value, she can never yeah. not have, have money. money. Do you wow. see? Yes. So the idea that, oh, I'm going to be giving up. No, that's a thought that should flow from. How would you give up? Would you stop creating value? Would yeah. you stop thinking? Yeah. Would ideas stop, stop coming, coming to, to you? you? So unless the man now says, you know what? I don't want my wife to do this, which is also valid. Yeah. Do you see? But make sure you know that beforehand mm-hmm. so okay. that you are marrying somebody who is exactly like you, who want the same things. And, mm-hmm. you know, that work work for you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know, Um, I know that, for me, before I got married, I would watch and shout out to those people who watch Korean movies here. <laughs> I do. I started during the lockdown. I'm just like, they're just chill and sweet. But like, you watch Korean movies, or you watch those romantic movies that would t- teach you or that would tell you that your husband will come and be, you know, prepare hmm. breakfast for you in the be- on the bed. Um, he will do all the chores. reality? Your husband would be on that. Take it personal. That's like an alternative reality. Maybe it's metaverse. They are not with us. You know, and then people really actually, some people actually go into marriage with that mindset because mm. of the things that they have seen or watched yeah. on TV. And mm-hmm. they're also going to be like, my husband's going to make breakfast for me when I wake romantic. up in the morning. He's going to be so romantic. Well, <laughs> let me not say news flash. <laughs> it's not necessarily, it's not mm-hmm. like there are some little elements that might be realistic for you, but mm. not all of it is true. Absolutely. You know, so how, when you're, when people are going into their first year in marriage, what are those realistic expectations that they need to have so mm-hmm. that they don't start quarreling Funny. and fighting each other? I said to someone yesterday, she says to me, oh, you know, sometimes we're just, I just want us to be able to um, be in bed. Maybe it's a weekend, we're just lazing on the bed and we're cuddling and then we can have sex. And I said to her, I said, are you assuming that you would want to have sex after cuddling? Because mm-hmm. the reality is that Sometimes you don't want to even be helped. Mm. You don't want to have sex, you know, maybe because you're thinking of something else. There's work, there's life, you know. Mm. But I feel like personally, even for me, the romance part was a big shock. Mm. I would say to my husband, why are we not friends? We're not friends. You're not romantic. You should be my best friend. You know, and you I'll cry. Be I'll cry. Because that's what they say. Yeah, marry your best friend. Your yes. partner should be. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, why are we not best friends? Why are we not talking? And you know, my husband was very mean in those days. He would say things like, well, I'm a friendly person. If I'm not friendly to you, then it must be you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no way. I'm friendly, you know. Anyway, we had, it was really tough because I would cry. You know, I would even lie in bed like Cinderella. I wasn't working at the time. He was working. Yeah. Now you'd expect that somebody who's going to work to be, you come and kiss your new bride and say, okay. bye, baby. Bye, <laughs> the next time, yeah, is the door. Bam. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't even look at My me. goodness. Then I'll be like, wait, I think what? That's now I'm awake. <sighs> so, you know, realistically, it's important that you understand that these things are developed, mm. right? It can be, you yes. can be best friends, mm. but you have to build a friendship. Mm. And marriage is notorious for actually getting in the way of friendship. Do you see? Because you want to correct things. You want to t- tell them what to do. Talk you feel to like you, they have yeah. to be a certain way. Your mm-hmm. husband has to be a certain way. So you're always going to be like talking about him. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. And he's always going to feel like so if you're always complaining, you're always so that gets in the way of friendship. Mm-hmm. You don't tell your friends what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes all you do is like, oh, there, you know, silly you, mm-hmm. you know, you're crazy. And everybody laughs. Mm-hmm. But in marriage, you That's want that right. person to listen. Yes. You know, you don't want them to take it lightly. So that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like realistically, it's okay if you want breakfast in bed, but understand that this thing, some of these things are a function of personality. Mm. Sometimes you have looked at somebody who has a personality for something mm. and you have assumed that that's what all couples do. Mm. So you see somebody on the gram, you know, they love to travel together. But then you're with a partner who is not adventurous at all. Mm. And you expect that we'll travel. We'll travel. Somebody so who doesn't know how to cook. For instance, my husband would even say that 
if I put my hand in water, my hand will peel. <laughs> now, how would that person cook? How would he ever serve me breakfast? Actually, in bed? Nine years later oh, is wow. when my husband actually went to a cooking school wow. to learn how to cook. So imagine that for nine years, no hope yes. of <laughs> breakfast in bed, you know? Wow. So I feel like realistically, go in with a mindset to build. Even if you already have it. Some people have a courtship where their buddies, their best friends, they gist, they talk, they do all of these things already. But go in and continue to build. That builder's mindset mm. is what will not make you hopeless. Where you're mm. thinking, why is it not happening? If it's not happening, put it now. Mm. Inject it. For in, in my case, we were not friends. Well, mm. I thought we weren't friends because of course, all the complaining was getting in the way. Yes. So what did I do? Instead of complaining, started to build. So instead of lying in bed, I, I'm awake. But I'll close my eyes because I, I thought it would be sweet when the person comes Come to kiss to you. you. Yeah. So now what I did was I'll sit up. When he wakes up, dressing up for work, I'll sit up mm. and we're talking. Hey, that shirt is nice. Oh, that tie is good. Mm. And so we that created conversation. Mm. When it was time for him to go to work, I'm down. I'm walking him to the door. It's easier to give each other a hug oh, yeah. when you're walking each other to the door than if I'm expecting him to. He's not going to hug me. Mm. Then I follow him to the door. He's not going to hug me. Then I say it. Oh, you're not even going to hug your wife. Then he turns to hug and I don't bother. It's already it's too already late. late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have that all of that drama, wow. you know. So if you're a builder, there's no room for drama. Mm. You're just going to put mm-hmm. in your relationship what you want. Yeah, it. that that just emphasizes the role that it takes to like mm-hmm. in a yeah. relationship. It takes, to it to takes in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, I, let's be honest, as women, we can be very let him do the work. Yeah. Especially when it comes to romance, to romance it's yeah. always the guy. It's mm-hmm. all, but, but we have our own part to play, or mm-hmm. at least make it easier for mm-hmm. them to you know to come through. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with regards to also cohabiting, um, space. You know, they talk about how men like their space. Yes, yes, I don't yes. think women understand what they're talking about. <laughs> what we, is we, space? Which one is space? What, we got like just like what you mentioned. We we should be cuddling. We should. <laughs> you know, together all the time. Mm-hmm. What yeah. advice do you have for women who just feel like, you know, my husband should be next to me? How do we give them the space that they need? And even for some of us who actually enjoy our own space, how do yeah. you manage that first few months where it's like you're, someone is in your space? Yeah, like, space. How does that Strangely, that's me. I want my space. Don't yeah, touch me. Yes. Don't like, why? Why are you mm. touching me? <laughs> you know, leave me alone. But I would say that um, it's important that you know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, love is supposed to grow through knowledge. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we're not necessarily taking information in. Okay. You know, so you're observing that your husband loves to have sometimes himself, yeah. but you are coming and saying, um, shouldn't I be here with you? Mm-hmm. Do you see? You're just going to continue to complain and then it's, you're always going to be opposing each other. Mm-hmm. But once you also present something that you can give to that person, mm-hmm. you know, I know mm-hmm. you want to have this time. Do you see? Mm-hmm. I'll be back in 30 minutes. Yeah. They would also take the information in, oh, she wants to come and hang out. Mm-hmm. She wants to cuddle. Mm-hmm. And then get ready for you. Mm-hmm. Do you see? So I would say that knowledge, every interaction provides you information to get to know your partner. And in okay. those early years, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Figuring things are getting to know this person. What do they like? What do they not like? Mm-hmm. And then begin to sort of give to each other yeah. what that person wants and then ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. Do you see? But if you want to discard what this person is talking about, oh, I like my space. And then you're thinking, oh, why? Should, why, why? why? We're married. married. <laughs> We're married. Yeah. We're a couple. You will, what you will create is that they will get defensive because it's yeah. now like a power struggle or a clash of ideas. And when we're in that place, it's the ego state. Mm. Even beyond, we're not thinking about the marriage. We're only thinking about the superiority of our thoughts. Mm. So if you and I stop, start arguing now about, oh, that's blue. If you think it's pink, it will not be about, well, you can leave me to figure it out later. Mm-hmm. It will be about, actually, I know what I'm saying. It's pink, yeah, you know, and so we get lost in that defense. And then I'm like, ah, why are you so defensive? Like, can't I talk to you? Am I not your wife? <laughs> I should be able to tell you things. And the guy is like, hey, am I not your husband? Shouldn't I be able to tell you? So you see, the argument is no longer about the connection that we wanted to have in the first place. So I would say, um, listen to each other. Right. And also just take information in. If you are the woman and you're married to somebody who loves their space or you want your space, you also have to be proactive. When you take information, it makes you predictable Mm. or it makes your partner predictable. Mm. That predictability is what makes you proactive. So, for instance, I love my space. Mm. Right. I know that my husband is 
more like a cat. He wants to touch, he wants to argue, he wants to find you around the house. So sometimes I'm proactive enough to give that to him such that when I'm missing, I can be missing. You see, so I'm cuddling, I'm like, oh, where are you? Where are you? I want to, two hours time, I will be in the room. Nobody should come and look for me. But hey, let's spend time together because I know that he would need it. You see, so there are times when also he has learned to actually understand that and you know, the two can coexist. So take information in and let your partner become predictable. Mm -hmm. That way you become proactive, but don't go with this is how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Said something about, um, about your husband nine years after he's now learning to cook. And I think that when it comes to like cooking and other household chores, a lot of homes are suffering. Suffering. Some women literally feel like they they have the they have the responsibility of just killing themselves yeah. when yeah. it comes to household chores, making sure children are good, making sure the house is clean. There's some men that go out and then they come back and they, if the house is you know untidy, mm. they are going to scream down scream. the house. And then the woman just feels used. She yeah. just feels like yes. all she's there for is just to clean, 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 and, and cook. take care of everyone else. Well, you know the man just walks around and all of that. Now, is it fifth when it comes to house chores? Is it fifty fifty? Is it seventy thirty? Mm. Is it hundred hundred? <laughs> or do Where we do just you, outsource it? At this no, point, I wouldn't think that you have given us the answer. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, Abby. What should what should, what, what should do be if that's a reality mm, right now? Yeah. If that's a reality right now, if she's feeling overwhelmed, I feel like she's doing everything and not getting support from her husband. Even if there's a maid, mm. should there be anything that a man should be able to do? Mm. Mm. And how can we encourage the them as well? And how can you encourage if, if you know who you are married to? <laughs> you know, what I would just say is if you're single, please shut your eye. Mm. Make sure that you're really talking about this. If it's important to you, do not yes. compromise on it. Mm. Just, you know, stick with it. Because all this medicine after death of I can help him, I can, mm. it takes, it takes a long time. Also, you can't really force anybody. Mm. You see? So having said that, let's come to how can you yes. actually work around it? I think that there's a part that we don't always talk about, which is a part where sometimes women do too much. Mm. Not because anybody is asking them to, yeah. but because they do too much. Oh, you yeah. see? So oh, wow. first things first, oh, wow. take a look. <laughs> Take stock and look at what I'm, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm. Do you see this breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Who's really asking mm. for it? Do you see? Mm-hmm. So some people, some newlyweds go into marriage and they want to make all these nice mm. things. You know, you mm. serve with dishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By all nice. means, see if you can sustain it. Go on. Do you see? But make sure this thing I'm doing, is it really because this is what this person needs? Mm. Do you see? Can we start off just talking about you know, what do we need basically? Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So I feel like don't start what you cannot you really sustain in that sense. But also once you take stock and you find that you do not actually have superhero abilities, mm. then don't be one. Do your best and leave the rest. Yes. Do wow. you see? Wow. Sometimes your partner will come home and like, oh, um, why is this shed here? Now, what will upset you is your irritation around the fact that he's not around. Mm -hmm. He has not been home. He doesn't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But he is really just saying, why is that shit here? Maybe he's not emotionally intelligent enough not to ask. But sometimes people just are clueless. Mm -hmm. You see, the only thing you can control is your response. Mm -hmm. Why is this shit here? Oh, oh, is there? Can you pick it, please? Mm -hmm. Do you see? Oh, just hand it over there. Mm -hmm. Or you say, oh, okay, I'll pick it up. Because I haven't had time. Answer the question directly. Mm. Don't get worked up mm. or in your emotions. Oh, where you say, why is shit there? Oh, gosh. Then you, know what? you don't respond. What have you been Or you, you just you go just silent. And the person that. is like, I just ask about the shit naively. Mm. Do you see? So take stock and observe yourself. How am I responding to things? How much am I doing? Am I supposed to be doing this much? Can I outsource anything? Outsourcing. And this outsourcing, really, is it a problem? Some people assume it's a problem because mm. the person hasn't really said anything. Mm. For me, for instance, when my husband would not wash the dishes because he would say, my hand will peel. Mm-hmm. Now, who am I to say his hand will not peel? Which is what yeah. I did. I would say, uh, how can you say your hand will peel? Kind of, yeah, like, what what kind, who say says, that? says that? Who does that? Who does that? Who does that? Maybe I should be paying attention <laughs> to my own hand. My hand is not peeling. Do you see what I mean? So somebody is telling me, oh, my hand will peel. And I'm thinking, 
No, your hand will not be, you're just lazy. You're just, so I'm going in attacking Mm -hmm. the person Mm -hmm. when I should be talking to them about, oh, your hand will be, okay, what can we do? Mm -hmm. Do you want to wear gloves? Mm -hmm. Do you see, do you want to buy an apron? You know, Mm -hmm. some, but I will, I was just too angry. Mm -hmm. Do you see? And then I will now vex and go and do it. (laughs) Do you see? Or maybe I've asked somebody, another problem is I've asked him to do something for me and he's not doing it at my time, mm. then I would now be angry and go and do it. No, mm. you are giving yourself too much. Mm. And in the end, what the person will say is, did I say I will not do it? Yes. So be patient. Understand that people are different. Mm. The fact that you want to do something now does not mean it has to be done now. Mm. You see, So you also have to learn that maturity and emotional intelligence to be able to look away, mm. to be able to actually allow things be. So there are different angles to it. Instead of saying, oh, somebody is just overworking you. Mm-hmm. There are those, mm-hmm. you know, which you, you need to sit down, talk, go to counseling for. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we just need to really take stock and change the way that we approach, we approach um, these things. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. One of the things I've learned today, especially about the first year of marriage, is the need for respect. Mm. Like, we go into marriage thinking, come and serve me. Yes. This is what I expect from you. Yeah. But then when you go into marriage, right that first year, you need to start thinking of how can I be of help as well? Yeah. How can I? Mm-hmm. And also respecting you. So I respect your time. I respect your efforts. Mm-hmm. I respect your opinions. Yes. I respect everything. I respect you as, I respect you as a person. Yes. Because some, I think it's, a lot of what I'm hearing is like disrespect that causes this. Yes. Like, like, oh, your hand is going to be, oh, so my hand is going <laughs> to But if you're just, you know, just a bit more empathy, a mm. bit more kindness yes. that we should show each other. Because we're all just trying to figure it out. Like, well, it's, you're yes, really wet. You don't know. But then, we, I think our fears, we just project it on our spouses. Yeah. Like, oh, this is not what I expected. Every, mm-hmm. I think a lot, People, most of us go into marriage thinking, I know he's going to mess up. Mm. He might just mess, you're just waiting for sure. the spouse, your, whether it's your wife or your mm-hmm. think, uh, husband to mess up. Mm-hmm. And that's not the idea. You will both mess up. That's mm-hmm. the reality. You're mm-hmm. going to mess up. Exactly. He's going to mess up. Mm-hmm. But how do you resolve that? So going to your first year of marriage with respect, mm-hmm. respecting yourself, respecting your, your spouse. Your and differences. Also, yeah, your yes, differences. Your differences. Yes, you, and yes. your opinions and yes. your time. Mm-hmm. I think people, the time is so like undervalued in terms of how valuable some of us value our time. Mm-hmm. You go and you feel like, oh, you should call you all the time. Oh, you should be, everybody has what they do with their time before <laughs> they met you. So when you go into that relationship, respect their time. Do they like work? Do they like hobbies? Do they right, have hobbies? Right, right, right. Let them keep being them in the in the way that you are supportive, mm-hmm. but also that merges both of you together. But are you, so, are you also saying that we should time we should time cuddling, cuddling uh-huh. No, I don't time but I've come to an arrangement. No, well, come to an arrangement. Don't, don't Cuddle on. Yeah, don't, don't come with your preconceived expectations from mm. Korean movies. Exactly. Or Indian movies. I, I, I got myself there. Or anything. You know, come yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Come ready to serve. Because mm-hmm. marriage is a call to service, yeah. they say. Mm-hmm. Come ready and to come serve. And come teachable, too. Um, yeah, exactly. come teachable. And this is both I, ways, by the way. You know, I always say about expectation is kind of like, Hold in a box filled with your own thought, mm. what you want, and mm. say, take, fulfill them for me. Do you see? But if you just simply make a switch from, oh, this is what I expect of you to this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's a desire, you are likely to be more empathetic mm. and to be more understanding of the fact that this person may not know how to, how to do okay. it, how yes. to fulfill this need, mm-hmm. how to help me with this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to guide them and mm-hmm. teach them. Mm-hmm. Take love languages, for instance. When we got married, my husband is, is you know, one of his primary love languages is physical touch. Mine is what's affirmation. So if you want to say thank you to me, he'll give me a hug. Mm-hmm. Do you see? And I'm thinking, I don't want that. Tell me mm, what what are you, you seeing? So when he's not giving, I'm like, <laughs> because I already know that he's not going to say the words, mm. but he's not going to say the words because it's not his style. Mm. He's he would rather just give you a hug, squeeze you. He will even if he's going to speak, he'll say, you know what? Is it possible for you to enter inside me? <laughs> and I'm thinking, what for? <laughs> like, what is the idea? What, what is the thought that led you to think, oh, this person must be so? I must love this person so much that I want them in. Say the words, say I love you. So, you know, strangely, this morning I sat beside him and he looked at me and said, Oh, your makeup is nice, Sha. Mm. I, I said, um, When you say Sha, it's like, I can't be bothered. I, it's like, I can't be bothered to say it, but your makeup is nice. <laughs> so he was looking at me like, Uh uh-uh. uh. I said, Babe, look at me. I mean, if I'm beautiful and the makeup is nice, you want to keep your eyes on me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, now that whole conversation, navigating it without offense mm-hmm. is where the switch between 
expectation and desire comes in. I desire that when you look at me and say, oh, your makeup is nice, you actually stay. Because that tells me that you have looked at me, do you see, and you are talking to me. So communicating that with love, saying, babe, look at me and laughing, making light of the conversation without already the person feeling as if they've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. They wanted to compliment you. Now they are in the court of law. Do you see? So that's where once you make that shift, this is what I want. So in those days when we started to grow, when my husband gives me a hug, I have to take it for what it is. I will um, go into that embrace, release it, accept the hug. Yes. Then when I'm done or when he's done, I can say, oh, what's on your mind? Mm. What are you thinking about? Do you see? And it's like, mm, you know, I love you. I'm like, oh, what led you to that thought? Yeah. Do you see? Okay. What were you thinking about me? Mm. Kind of like questioning mm. that comes from my skill of being able to speak a lot yeah. that I'm using to now draw out those things. Yes. And he will say, oh, it's because I love you. Sometimes say, mm, do I have to talk? I'm like, just try. It would mean so much to me. Like mm. I said to him this morning when he then said, okay, um, your makeup is nice. You're beautiful. I said, you know, that really means a lot to me. Wow. That That's stuck with me more. Mm. Do you see? And then we're here. Wow. And we didn't fight, <laughs> you know. And this is nine years yeah. after. Is that wow? So you can wow. imagine. Wow. So just make that switch. You know, nobody has ever been a husband before or oh, a wife. Yeah. Well, sure. really, just figuring this out. out together. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk talk to me about in laws. In laws are. <laughs> I think that before in-laws. I got married, I had watched. Well, I'm not even sure why I'm always watching. <laughs> well, I watched not you. and we all know the name. We all know the person <laughs> in my head already. When you want to talk about in laws, especially. Mm-hmm. Mother-in-laws Mother-in-law, that I have right? Yeah. There's one already in my head. I don't want to call him. <laughs> you know, so, so before I got married, I was already thinking in my head, oh, my mother-in-law, how's she going to be? I hope yeah. she's going to be good. But thank God, because my mom really was one person who instilled so much like boldness and faith in us that, mm. you know, regardless of what you hear outside, yours is going to be Thanks different. Yeah. And so the more I got to know my mother-in-law, the more I got to realize that Nollywood just affected my mindset. Like my reality was completely different from what I saw. Mm -hmm. But there are actually some people who do not have fantastic stories to tell about their Mm mother-in-laws or about their in-laws generally. How do you balance that relationship with your in-laws in such a way that they know their place and that you also own your own place and your own uh, home without any unnecessary interference from your in-laws? Because we know that even in Nigerian sometimes in-laws can't just, you know, (laughs) affect Mm. you. So how do you own your space? And can I even add to that, like Mm -hmm. the role of the husband as Mm -hmm. well in in that, in money, because you can't do it alone. You can't manage your Mm in-laws alone. You become Mm -hmm. the enemy. So Mm -hmm. what role do men play and husbands play to manage? Yeah, I think that that's the first part where you actually know that it's not really... When it comes to certain issues, you have to look at your partner. Mm-hmm. Do you see? And ideally, your partner should be able to actually um, sort of put things in the right place. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, you guys should have a conversation about what's important to you. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being realistic, um, people are not that mature. Where, mm-hmm. Like I said, we're figuring this out. Yeah. So you marry a person who has never really stood up to his mom. Hmm. how is it going to stand up to her for you that is true how? That is do you see so you then say <clears throat> my husband should stand up now why talk to you like why is he not defending he doesn't know how to okay. what he wants to do is me I've lived with her for 30 years I understand her Mm. you two just understand her like she's like this you know let's just live and let live Mm. and Mm. you as a woman you're thinking that's not a plan Mm. why because it's not a plan because you want to be able to decide and judge your husband's love based on how he's able to stand up for you because that's what he's being purported like Mm. oh he should stand up for you but he may not know how to Mm-hmm. do you see so that conversation where you still sit down mm-hmm. and say you know what this is what's happening I mean it may not be on purpose right yeah. but what do you think about this mm-hmm. as opposed to going and saying can you see what your mother did mm-hmm. or just really giving that attitude talk together right mm-hmm. hear the person when you hear your husband you will know that can this one fight for me <laughs> do you see <laughs> you will know you know running. and can this one speak for me mm-hmm. do you understand or is he trying to run away from the situation too mm-hmm. some people have very you know toxic relationship with their parents as well. Do you see that they're really just managing? They don't want any trouble. They just want to be respectful. Mm. Anything, fine, fine, fine. So long as I'm not in your face. Mm. But you want this person to go talk to their parents. Mm. It may be a bit hard. Mm. So make sure that you understand the dynamic of things. But there's also that bias that people come to their relationship with that, Mm. oh, in-laws will just be like bad. Mm. And um, we don't understand that. I think that another fundamental problem is when we think about boundary setting, yeah. I think we think about it 
um, in terms of people should just know. So this is my boundary. Just don't cross it. Mm. But that's not how boundary is. Boundary is something that you want to do that has nothing to do with the other person. Mm. What they should do is what I will do, Mm -hmm. which is if you do cross this, this is what I I will do, not this is what you should do. Mm. Because Mm. boundary is about values. Mm. So take for instance now, you know, you said some people, they'll just come. If you have a mother-in-law or a sister-in-law who believes that we are one big family. <laughs> you know, coming in if I married, right? In fact, you can come to my house anyhow. Mm. She will come to your house anyhow Any because house. that's her value. Mm. That's how she sees, like, that's what she believes in. And you are thinking, no, my bedroom is my holy place. <laughs> you know, my heavy, nobody should walk in. And so when you open the door mm-hmm. or when you are in your room, if that person wants to come in, they will come in without knocking. Mm-hmm. Because for them, they don't hold the value that you hold oh, yeah. around that room. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in terms of boundary setting? You lock the That's door the behind you. Yeah. You sure. see, so instead of allowing, you know, offense, you have to be responsible towards the relationship enough mm-hmm. to know your boundary and to actually put it there yourself. Mm-hmm. You see, so you lock the door. Now that helps you to create some kind of like stopgap mm-hmm. so that when they open the door, you're like, oh, um, Shola, Oh, is that you? Oh, I'll be right out. I'm in the bathroom. Mm. Do you see? I'll, I'll see you out. You know, yeah. then you can go out. And Shola's like, oh, why did you lock the door? Oh, I just always lock the door because mm. you know, I like to know who's coming. Mm. Now I'm expressing myself. I'm telling Shola this is what I like. Yes. But I'm not saying it with animosity. It's just information. Mm. Do you see? Yeah. I still love Shola because mm. I'm responsible towards that relationship. Mm-hmm. If they're my husband's family, they're my family as well. Mm-hmm. So Shola's like, mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were looking for me. Hey, baby, you look beautiful, you know. <laughs> and that goes on. But people mm. are not willing to do that. Just want Shola to know that. Uh-uh. No, just respect know. people's room. No. Just respect a married couple's privacy. <laughs> Why are you always coming to our house? No. Instead of us to sit with Shola and say, ah, Shola, you know what? Um, what do we do? Do you see? Sometimes yeah. when you when you want to come, I may not be around. Mm. My sister-in-law came to my house once. I think she was in the neighborhood and I was sleeping on a Sunday morning. My husband had gone to church. I didn't go because I was tired. Then my sister-in-law called me and said, she's around and she's coming to my house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, 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 you cannot show up. Then she said, her mom is coming as well. Mm. Like no parents. On a day where I have no food and at home. And tired as well. And tired. You know, so I thought to myself, hmm, well, she's going to come anyway. anyway. When she came, I, I came out and I'm like, you know what? I am sick. I am sleepy. What are you going to eat? Can you cook something by yourself? Mm. You know, I, can you get somebody to buy you this, but I want to sleep? Do you see? Or can you give me an hour? Mm. That's how you let people know, know that, that they yeah. actually can look to you to how to treat you. Yeah. They begin to pick up the vibe, but yes. there's also something else to pick on, which is your genuine interest and mm. care in them and your maturity. Mm. But if when she came, I opened the door. It's like, like giving attitude. Giving her, yeah. her attitude. She's also going to return the same energy. Mm. So I feel like in, in a lot of ways, there are people who are like oh, negative people. Mm. But generally speaking, it's just that dimension of differences in values, mm. in belief system mm. that then create like, you know, um, this disagreement and people. Yeah. I think what, what I've learned as well is like there's a in first year of marriage especially and throughout marriage mm-hmm. but especially that first year there's a lot of room for offense. Yes. Yes. Offense is going to raise ugly hair oh, wow. <laughs> because of the differences. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's yes. inevitable. Mm-hmm. So if be ready to be offended mm-hmm. I think pretty much be ready to be offended but figure out in advance how you would manage that. Mm. And I'll say that, that that's that. what you call goodwill. Yeah. You have to be willing to give goodwill because this is your family you're going to yes. learn how to relate. Mm. Your family of origin has what 25 years mm-hmm. getting to know you and some of us our siblings are worse yeah. <laughs> our parents oh my goodness they are worse yes. the person that gave me grief even mm. was my mother mm. in the early days of my marriage not even my mother-in-law mm. my mother you know so mm. sometimes it is your own family mm. do you see so just make sure that when you're dealing with your in-laws give them a lot of goodwill mm. it's a new relationship even if your mother-in-law says you are my daughter now you are daughter by Arrival. arrival that yeah. destination you have arrived as a daughter mm-hmm. but becoming a daughter will be a journey mm. yes, yes do you see true. you say oh you are my son oh you are my you are like my son <laughs> we are family yes yes we are family yeah. because it's both a destination and, and a journey mm-hmm. but in the journey you still have to like learn the cause mm-hmm. you know find okay what does this person like what do they not like mm-hmm. you know so yeah. that you can actually become 
that we need to we need to teach people how to love us. We need to teach people how, like what you said about boundaries. Like your whether it's your spouse or your in-laws, you need to teach them. Don't, what don't walk are. up and down with an attitude saying, oh, you are just like this, mm, you're just like that, just judging true. everybody. Exactly. What efforts have you made mm-hmm. to get to for them to get to know who you are? Mm-hmm. And that that could just make all the difference. Really just being vocal mm-hmm. and, and also show kindness, show love. People yes. are attracted to that. I feel like a lot of our generation, sometimes you go into marriage, like what you said, that I'm ready for you. Mm, yes. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So there's a bias. There's like you just... bias. No, you go, go in teachable, go in ready for kindness and agreement and mm-hmm. love and unity. Don't go into fighting. Well, anybody. you can't blame us. I, I always say again, which is where the social intelligence part come in, where mm. that defense, that yeah, bias, that resentment, where you, it's, it comes from a collective evolution. Mm. Okay. So there's, Correct. there are women that I know that have suffered in the hand of in-laws. Mm. Yes. Genuinely. Yes, 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 of course. Do you see, there issues. are people that, it, it doesn't have to, I log on social media every day and there's one story about um, some mother-in-law, something. something. So based on that yeah. collective evolution, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just jumps at me and I begin to project as mm. though it happened to me. Mm. Do you see? So one of the ways that you educate yourself mm. is to know that there's a collective trauma mm. that w- women yeah, are going through. Mm. So that if you're a man, you're also able to be patient and not yes. see it as a big, such mm. a big threat. Mm. Mm. What I find is that men are like, now so averse to it like uh, uh, she's so different yeah, she's uh, feminist mm-hmm. yeah she's a feminist <laughs> you know uh, this yes. uh, but she's like that because she she's on the defense Fem- she's yeah. in self-preservation mode. mode women have had to do men that, too yeah. being a uh, feminist is because they're in self-preservation mode. mode they are now in that place where women have been so aggressive yeah. their partners have shouted taking things overboard and now they're thinking oh it must be this feminism thing mm. so their guards are up before Everybody. you even define the meaning of feminism yeah. so we both must be aware what yeah. is happening to us yeah. based on the experiences of other people yeah. so that we can decide what well, we, we want, want you know women. and then extend to the other person grace that allows me to be the person to dissolve mm. that threat. Mm. Do you see? So mm. if you if you're threatening that, oh, this man is going to do something to you. And I know that I'm not that man. It's not simple to just be the man that I say I am. Yes. Yes. But I'm busy now fighting you, you yes. about thinking that I'm even the man mm. that you telling think. you instead of just showing you. Instead of just showing you. So that's you're the telling problem. me you're the man rather right? than just showing So you. the same thing for a woman. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, I'm not the woman that you're saying, you know, mm. when you should showing. be showing and be the one to heal that part mm. where you know, and remove that trait so the person can relax and feel safe, mm. you know. So I feel like we, we must be aware of what's happening. Well, <laughs> we, we are already married. You know? So I feel like <laughs> people who are getting that, married yes. must even Just be know. more yeah. aware because mm-hmm. I find that in dating is even worse. Mm. I dating. think, doesn't that emphasize the importance of premarital counseling? Like yes. how important is it for yes. couples? Uh, very important. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a young person or you're about to be married and you're watching this, I'm sure in your head you're already thinking, ah, this relationship yeah, thing, you know so first things first it's not by force don't marry if you don't want to like mm, really think enough, about it yeah, really so really trust me first. Mm. there's no marriage in heaven now so nah, that's, that's, well, really, that's what people say to just like no 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 no, no genuinely is there there's marriage no tell us maybe you know you know maybe she probably has plans of marrying her husband but the truth is there's no marriage in heaven right which means that probably life is marriage is probably about what life is about which is really coming to your best self reconciliation to God and all of that stuff so make sure that you are able to also recognize that singleness or singlehood is a choice it's part of the options a single being married so that you are not thinking that marriage is just the next step now Mm. if you decide to marry don't assume that it would be something that you know how to do Mm. You have to learn how, how to, to be married. Be married. You wow. have to like invest in knowledge, kind of like how you would learn how to be a coder mm-hmm. or okay. how to like, you know, how we're doing tech now. Everybody's yeah, like, you know, how to mm-hmm. your formal education, how yes. to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And you do, I always tell my premarital counseling couples when they come, I say, please do me a favor, like yeah. take this like formal education mm-hmm. so that when you, so the example I use is if you're learning to code, when you go to the class and you learn to code, 
when you get home, you know you have to practice. Yes. Then you know you also have to like watch other YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. You have to like check other articles out. Yeah. Just what are other people saying about because you want to be good yes. and you want to do it fast. That's how you should approach this. You know, like formal education. Wow. So that experience. what what you are hearing, you're actually taking it in and learning more about it, reading more about it, practicing. So premarital counseling has to be that formal education mm-hmm. that you take mm-hmm. towards marriage. Then when you get married, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You will now continue the learning because the continuous so continue, continue, con- yeah. culture of continuous, continuous learning. learning. Do people change in marriage? Because you'll hear people say, oh, he wasn't like this before. Oh, she wasn't like this before. And I don't even think I recognize who this person is again. For instance, mm. you know, you could probably, for some people, what might have attracted them to their spouse was, oh, he was very romantic. Oh, mm. he used to pay attention. Oh, he's a good, oh, he's a good listener. And then you get married and all of those things that was like mm-hmm. one of the major, you know, factors for you to decide that that was the person you want to spend your life with. And then you saw almost like you can't find it anymore. So is it that people actually change mm. or, or was it never even was there? It like, was you see there? wrong? Or is it that the other person has brought out another side to you that, you know. Don't you think, did right? it change? <laughs> no, no I, I, think you, I think it was always the same. I think you just didn't do your homework to really <laughs> dig deep. And that's mm. where premarital counseling comes mm-hmm. in. Did you go and search for that information? Mm. I don't I, I People can change, but I think most of the time, it, it, the person was not that person. You just maybe mm. didn't do a bit more work to, okay. to find out I think who I, they are. I evolved. Yeah. I think I evolved. Or maybe should evolve for the better. For the better. Like, not something evolved, bad. Like, yes. uh, I don't think if it was there, it was there. Mm-hmm. But you just didn't go for counseling or really yeah, sit you down. You have changed. Yeah. I hear yeah. that. You, you have changed. So we are talking about change in two ways now. The positive now. and the mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, take for instance, say somebody is said to me, she's breaking up with her partner now for a reason which mm-hmm. is that it's easily um, manipulated or he changes his mind easily. He doesn't have a mind of his own, basically. Okay. Now they're breaking up because something big happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now she's in counseling, mm-hmm. you know, figuring that out. And then I said to her that that counseling should have come before, mm-hmm. which is that there are, of course, now that we, we're, in, we're talking, there are so many things that the guy had done that actually pointed to the fact that he changes his mind mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Wow. But there. Wow. it wasn't recorded for her. Mm-hmm. And that's not because she wasn't looking enough. Mm-hmm. It's just because she does not know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Do you see? Yes. So yes. when people say, oh, the signs were there. How did I, you miss yeah, it? I always like to empathize and to be a bit more accommodating of people mm-hmm. like, Sometimes people don't just know what. It's not that, oh, you missed a sign. Mm. Sometimes you're like, how did I miss I mean, the sign? It's not really you. Looking. It's yeah. not just that, oh, you were ignorant or, oh, no, mm. or you were careless. It's that actually you didn't know what to look out for. You, you yourself, do you even know yourself? Mm. You know, so, but clearly just from talking, there were so many things that these guys done the same thing that you're breaking, breaking up now for. You should have yeah. broken up a while back do you see and so now that you are now like in pain that this breakup can you you know so we have to become so I feel like people should invest in their self-awareness do you see that way you will know yourself enough to be able to know okay this thing is not Mm. what I want do you understand Mm. this thing doesn't align with me but if you're not really paying attention I'll give you another example somebody says to me oh you know what this guy I'm into um, purity. I I want to abstain from sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have sex. I don't want to kiss anything, you know. And I, I I don't want to expose my body. Now I'm dating somebody who is into women in mm. that way, mm. but he's everything I want, oh. but that. Oh wow! Do you how? see? How, how is he everything you want then? How That's is he not? How is he now the truth is that he's everything she wants because she wants a fine guy, okay, she wants a else. handsome guy, she wants mm. you no know, maybe he's tall, maybe he's dark, mm. you know, dark all that things yeah. on a list which are not necessarily like in that sense. But you are looking at it as a married person, like, hey, this thing is big, <laughs> it's big in your head. You're like, no, this is big, this yeah. is small, you know. So if you do not find out what are your own core values, yes. you will not know the one to rank. Prioritize. You know, prioritize. Yeah. You know. So I feel like self-awareness is key. Mm-hmm. But then to answer the question of change, people do change mm-hmm. positively and negatively. Mm-hmm. But it's not that it's personal. Do you see? 
is that we all have a cycle of learning mm-hmm. and growing mm-hmm. that can either go this way or that way. And it's not over. It's, it's just always going. Mm-hmm. So if I change for the negative now, it doesn't mean that I can still change for the positive. Do you see later? Mm-hmm. It's my journey. But it becomes a problem when someone else is along the journey with me mm-hmm. and they don't like that. And mm-hmm. so it, it disturbs them. Mm-hmm. So now what, if I were single, a path that I would have just gone on, suffered, yeah. enjoyed, whatever, yeah. somebody else is now complaining about mm-hmm. it. So I feel like um, with change, don't assume that you can change anybody. Mm-hmm. If you want them to change for the positive, you cannot change them. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, they can change for you. Mm-hmm but they don't want to change because of you. Mm. Okay. Mm. So you, if you say, oh, if you say, I don't like this, I don't like this, most people will be like, okay, so if I never change you, does that mean you won't love me? Mm. So they're looking for the acceptance, with, do you see? But it doesn't them. mean they cannot change. Mm. Do you see? That's changing because of you. Because, but mm. for you, you know, people can get into such a loving relationship mm. with you and, and just, then swear that, you know what, Ah, because of you. So, Mm -hmm. in fact, I'm not going to do that again. You know, so that happens, but it's sentimental. Mm -hmm. Do you see? And if you don't have that relationship that supports it Mm -hmm. in that sentimental way, it may appear like people are not changing, but people mm-hmm. are always changing. In fact, the whole yeah. life, the whole world, yeah, the whole earth is always yeah. changing. You know, so I'll God say that, that just know that you can't change people or at the very least your words enough are not enough. Your words are not enough to, to cause it. So the fact that I say, Benita, stop wearing black mm-hmm. is not enough to say Benita will change. Yeah, it can spark up something. It can be a conversation. But, but if I respect myself and I understand mm-hmm. how people learn and grow and I respect people, mm-hmm. I will not come and say, Benita, you need to stop wearing black. I'll mm-hmm. come and ask questions. Oh, why do you wear black? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. do you like it? Is your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Do you see? I may be surprised. Benita may even say, mm, I don't even know if I just wear black. And I'm like, oh, okay. Have you tried yellow? Do you think, you know, but because the conversation is not imposing, imposing yeah. the person is a bit black. more open. Yes. Do you see? To hear you. Yeah. And I already know that my words are like seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can think on it later. Mm-hmm. And because there's no defense, nothing, they can now say tomorrow they wear yellow. Mm-hmm. But if I come and say, Benita, why are you wearing black? Mm. Tell me, what would your reaction be? Defensive. Who are you? Yeah, like, you know, so that's, that's also a part of that change mm-hmm. um, process, mm-hmm. you know, but ultimately just really mm-hmm. be in a space where you want to love your partner, respect mm-hmm. their differences and give it time. People mm-hmm. always change mm-hmm. their lives anyway. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. That is Thank such you. like wisdom. Well, right? it's like we just had a class. class. Like, I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you know, for having me. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for sharing with Thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you've learned I've learned so much. Yeah. I have learned. I've, yeah. I've learned. I've learned. I've jot things down. Yeah, one of the main things I've learned is really empathy. It's just really giving your partner space and room to grow and develop. You mentioned that just now, like people are always changing. Once they change once, don't go and start Ah, they've changed yeah. the end of our marriage yeah. like, exactly. give them space to evolve and, and, and support that journey mm-hmm. support that um, evolution that they're going through mm. because you're learning you're learning I think also give your spouse grace yes. because a lot of the time yeah. it's very easy to start comparing like, yeah. Yeah, that's how Especially uh, if you have friends who also juice about their friends, you're like, that's not my friend. On social friend, media. I don't even friend. need friends. Friend, 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 God had this. Mm. And then your, your, your husband who's, who has actually done quite Spring a number of things best. for you to, you're just telling him now, wow, yeah. you should be able to do better yeah. now. And then he's no, just we don't like, talk oh, like wow. that. I think that when you start you know, saying grace. things like that, mm. it just, you're just looking for trouble. I think yeah. Yeah. Kindness, and then, a lot of kindness. And even if you don't say it, if you think it, comparison is a thief of joy. Yes. You don't need to say it. I remember one episode in my marriage. I think I rem- I think I must have seen one of those posts on Instagram where one lady was just extolling the virtues of her husband. How is a praying man? Yada yada yada. And then I just I I looked at that before I slept. Mm. Do you know that when I woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. I didn't smell about inside. And I'm thinking, where is he? I'm sure he's in the living room. Yeah. Maybe he's watching what TV, TV? <laughs> or yeah, his phone or something. Yeah, true to it. When I got there. He was watching TV. And this was around five or six or so. He was watching TV. And the guy, not knowing what, so looking at me. In my head, I'm like, Dude, you can't be praying. <laughs> <laughs> You're Mr. Praying. You can't be praying. You can't be And I sat down. I sat down and I'm like, let's just pray. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, all that attitude. Where the person already knew. And it was the night before. before. It wasn't even the morning. Mm-hmm. Let us pray. Now, my husband was really funny with this. He agreed. We started praying, he sang, and he started praying for me. Oh. So he started praying prayers 
about the heart, asking God because he's like, hey, you better come than don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. So as in, I felt so convicted, but I'm like, um, okay. So he was praying for me and saying, God, please help our heart, you know, help us to be content, help us to blah, 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 blah. like he whatever. He got it, you <laughs> know. You know, but I realized upon checking, where did that come I'm from? It's just from reading somebody's post mm-hmm. and all of a sudden feeling as if man's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Do you see? But everybody has something. Yes. You know, even the best relationships will have things that they would have to grow into their unconditional form. Every There will be something that, you know, you have to just love about your partner, accept them for who they are, at least one thing. So if we all have that one thing, when you look at people on social media or just see people living their life, ask yourself, might they be doing it in spite of that difference? Yes. Once you can give room for that question and look differently, like, oh, this person is loving her husband yeah, yeah. Despite, despite having yes, differences. differences mm. What does that say to me? Yeah. You can love your own. God yes. love your own differences. Despite your own differences. Of course, we're not talking about like when somebody is abusing you, no, beating you. Not, no, 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 no. Just every day, like no, no. every day, yeah, you know. If they are beating you, please. Goings. Reports. Reports. <laughs> <laughs> I but think yes. also that love has a language. Yeah. I'm sorry, marriage has a language. Like yeah. there's there's a language for marriage, which yeah. is like respect. Yeah. loyalty, See. not comparing your spouse Spouse's, to anybody. Yes. I've been your spouse's biggest support system. Yeah. I think, I think I've learned that today. And, and I think kindness. I, I think kindness, kindness yes. cannot be overemphasized. Yes. When you're kind to someone, yes. that's the friendship. Yes. You're kind to your friend, but mm. with our spouses, before we can just be mm-hmm. mean. But with your friend, you're kind. Yes. So we yes. need to be kind. Yes. And of course, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Yes. It's so greener where you want that. Be careful what you wear. It's greener primary carpet. Yeah, go for, go for <laughs> counseling if you need to, pre-wedding or mm-hmm. after, after the wedding. Water your grass, water your marriage mm-hmm. so that it can bear good fruits that we can all enjoy. Now we're moving on to our Girl chat segment where you send us questions and we ask our guests. Don't forget to send us questions. The link is in our Instagram bio. Yes. So today's question. I am a newlywed who has never spent time away from my family home. I am currently married to my best friend and I am ecstatic to be spending my life with him. Mm. But it's been difficult adjusting to the new reality of my life. Wow. I mean, my first week had me driving all the way to my family home before realizing I am now somebody's <laughs> wife. This actually happened to a friend of mine. She went you to her, her, yeah, so. her father's house. But the week after she came, she said, wait, I'm on your home. It happens. Um, before I'm re- realizing I'm now somebody's wife. I find that his little dirty habits are super unbearable for me and I get easily irritated around him to the point that I feel a bit relieved when he's out of the house. I feel guilty even admitting this because I truly love my husband. What can I do to acclimatize into this new life faster? I think that first things first, normalize that um, you will go to your parents' house. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't think it's abnormal. It's not so abnormal. You are... Of course, in a new situation now and your subconscious will attempt to go with what it's used to. Yes. So if you find yourself driving towards, just redirect yourself. yourself. So long as you come to yourself. Mm. You see, you can even get to your parents' house and they're like, yeah, why are you like, wait, why am I here? Oh, (laughs) you know, go home, talk about that with your husband. I say, Mm. guess what happened today? Because everything is grounds for connection. Mm. It creates that. If you want to connect, you can connect. Mm -hmm. Say, guess what? You can even start calling before you go, can you believe where? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. He's laughing at you. You're laughing and, you know, it's it's all good. No, no big deal. Don't, um, you know, consider it such a big deal. It's normal. After a while, your subconscious will pick up again that, oh, this is now the new normal. The more you create, open that pathway, the new pathway, the more your subconscious picks on the fact that, okay, this is where we're going now. Mm -hmm. And then just, makes a shift mm-hmm. so um but the other part of the question where the dirty mm-hmm. habits mm-hmm. um is not affecting you mm-hmm. <laughs> that one is tough because that's mm-hmm. breeding ground for resentment offense yeah you know so what i'll say is if your partner is um open to counseling mm-hmm. my best recommendation would be don't attempt to address it yourself because mm-hmm. i fear that you may not know how to mm-hmm. just you know, suggest counseling without pointing at the problem. So, you know, let's learn for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, maybe check up, you know, just and make it an ongoing conversation. Let's say now, 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 today, today, mm-hmm. you know, that's number one. Number two is to actually recognize that you're different, mm-hmm. you know. So what you call dirty habits, 
the person is thinking, if I were single, I'll be fine <laughs> on my own. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, for some reason, he, when he wakes up, he puts his towel somewhere, drops this, when his shoe is there. If he was mm-hmm. single for, if he was single in his house, maybe by weekend, he'll clean everything up. <laughs> yes. You see, yeah, now you want like him that. to clean it up as, every day yeah, as yeah. he's speaking. It. That's different. So mm-hmm. you don't, you cannot approach it like, oh, dirty You're habit. Dirty. Like mm-hmm. that already gives a hint of superiority and mm. the person would not take that lightly. Yeah. You know, nobody takes negative traits or even if it's true, nobody really, you know, takes it um well. well yes, so what you want to do is first of all come to that place of awareness mm. where you understand the psychology of offense, psychology of that irritation mm. that you're feeling. Where is it coming from? It's coming from a place of judgment. Mm. I have judged the matter. This is simply information. Allow yourself to be you know, in that space where this is information. I've noticed that my partner drops their towel on the bed mm-hmm. after a bath. They don't put it back. Information. Mm-hmm. Once it's information, you can just keep your eye on them. You know, they have the ability to pick it up. Yes. They just forget. Mm-hmm. So, but once you keep your eye on them, and you're like, ah, babe, you know, take for instance, you know, where I said I sat down to talk to my husband. Yeah. You know, when he's leaving, I just say, oh, babe, your towel. You know, and he's like, ah, yeah. And he takes it. Mm. Do you see? So once you are able to come to that place, you will find that there are solution, mm. solutions to that problem. If it's that he leaves his shoe, I've, I mean, they, there's somebody I follow on social media who had the problem where the man would just leave his shoe. You know, she made a rack <laughs> by the door. Since wow. that's where you, that's, that's Do you it. see? Yeah. So that's a solution. Just put, I don't want to see shoe mm-hmm. lying around. Mm-hmm. She made a rack by the door, put it there. Just as I was leaving my house this morning, my husband has two sneakers on the floor. He wants somebody to wash it for him in the house. I'm thinking to myself, yesterday. So he came back home. I was like, ah, this, this. I'm like, okay. Now this morning, I just woke up with this annoyance. Like, ah, why are they on the floor? You know, and I thought to myself, actually, the solution is, I know that he wants this person. I know the room of that person. Mm. I'll just take it and go out. Dump in the room of that person. Instead of so, instead of oh, I call the person. I say, oh, you know, this shoe, this, you know, just pack it up. So there will be a solution if you're Mm. looking for it, right? Also, once you are in that zone, you can always talk about it. When not when you want the person to do it, you know, you can tease about this. Hi, wait, why do you do this? Like, wait, do you mean that when you are single like this? I, for instance, when I was single, I would go to my husband's house. His bed is always lit. Mm. Everything in its place. But when we got married, it wasn't like that. Different ball game. <laughs> it was asking question. I realized that he had help even oh, when he was single. Okay. So he's the kind of person that he can scatter everything and then arrange it back. Mm. I'm the type of person to arrange things and then make sure that it doesn't get scattered, scattered for the next yes. two weeks. Yes, yes. Because I don't want to be arranging from scratch again. Do you yes, see? But yeah. he can arrange from scratch anytime. anytime. In fact, every blessed money, he takes off his nightwear and he folds it. Do you see? Mm. But then again, he will not now take it off the bed. <laughs> Do you see the difference? Do you see? I may not take mine off, but when I'm ready, I put it, put it somewhere. somewhere. So those things, you see, but I realized that my husband had help. He always had people around him who come and clean all this, mm. you know, but I didn't know. So now you have to just find out where they're coming from yeah. and approach with questions, with questions instead of like yeah. um, absolutes. Yeah. Oh, you never do this. Mm. That's where that irritation is coming mm. from. Mm. So seek to understand. Um, mm. You know, someone, some sage would even say it's better to seek to understand mm. than to be understood. Perhaps yeah. if you understand, understand him, it would then help what questions yeah, you have you or have. what statements you want to say that you want the person to understand. Mm. So, you know, counseling, Number one. Number two, you know, show understanding, yeah. approach with questions mm-hmm. and seek solutions within that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're there. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's it. I think it's... She, she said you, it she's already said, mm-hmm. she's already judged the matter and said her husband is dirty. He's this, he's that. But that's not, that's not the approach Even if he's dirty, yeah. my sister. <laughs> you need, you need to understand. Agree. Yeah, you he's know. not because nobody's gonna say they are dirty. Dead, yeah. So when you already come with a negative, expect another negative. It's bass mm-hmm. ghost. Exactly. So don't do it a bass. Just, <laughs> just so that you don't receive a ghost. <laughs> so just starts with kindness and mm-hmm. questions, like you said. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, I noticed you leave your stuff. And I think also not saying it in the moment because usually in the moments where you notice that info, you're yeah. taking that information, you're yeah. not in a good mood. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. doing that. Oh, like, like, like how? And anything you say shall and will be used yeah. against you. So, 
in that moment, just be calming down. And then another yeah. time, maybe when you feel like you can address it with, you know, with a bit more composure, you can tell. Oh, yeah, and I think that that's where them. self-awareness comes. Because a lot of times we feel like if I don't say it, then I'm not right at now, peace within myself. Yes. This is so. Yeah, but what that situation myself, is trying yeah. to teach you is to be at peace from within, within not necessarily from outside. So when that happens, take a deep breath and tell yourself, you know what, whatever I'm going to say now is not the absolute, is mm-hmm. not the truth, truth. is not the entire truth. Mm. Okay, is that a fact? Maybe, because mm. from my point of view. Yeah. But it's not all there is to this, this matter. matter. So pause and calm yourself and prioritize your peace. Yes. When you do that, you can then approach. approach Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. And now we have our affirmation of the week segment yep, where we yep, give yep. you a card. Okay. Yes. Yes. What affirmation of the week is. Yes. Yes. So you're gonna select from one uh, of these cards. I know you won't. You won't try to shuffle no, like me. No. <laughs> no. 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 So I just pick one. Yes. Oh, People then... tend to go for the middle. Why? Yes. Because always give like yeah, everyone. Trust, but no, you can do that. That's right. <laughs> so, so you read it out and then you tell us what, what it means. means to you. Yes. Ah, take up all the space you need. This is your world too. Oh. Wow. Yes, girl. Take talk about up space. all the space you Ooh. need as a woman because this is your world what? too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, what it means to me. Yes, I think you said it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you're looking at the woman dimension, you know, there mm-hmm. can be that part where you are thinking, oh, is it a man's world? Mm. You know, because maybe you think you get away with a lot, but yes. maybe it's in your head. Maybe it's because mm. you're not taking up space. Mm. You know, yeah. Or maybe it is mm. a man's world until you show up. Yes. You know, yeah. so. Until you show up. <laughs> I love that. You got that, didn't you? Until you show up. Well, I've you know, shown so up. So yeah. take up space. Be you. Do you. Mm. Go for what you want. Yeah. Sometimes nobody is really stopping you. Mm. You know, so just walk in, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, it's really important. Mm. Thank you. Mm. And you find out that sometimes actually the people or the, the world that you think is against you is actually for you. Yes. You just need to show up. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, even the, the yeah. men in our lives, they're, they're actually for us, yes. not against us. I think everyone is so. looking for a leader. Yes. And nobody, and nobody wants to actually own up or stand up and do something. They're waiting oh. for someone to actually but start girl, you have first. To. Yeah. So you do it. You have Take to the do lead it. Yeah. and lead. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even what we talked about with the council and with marriage mm-hmm. and being together, mm-hmm. letting your opinions be heard, mm-hmm. letting your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. Don't just let the man decide everything mm-hmm. and do everything. Mm-hmm. Occupy space in your home. It's your home. Occupy space. Let him yes. know this this is my territory as much as it's yours. Yes. But occupy space in a way that breeds love yes, and yes. joy. Just create the respect. home. Yes. Create the yes. environment yes. that you want. Yes. Uh, we're natural nurturers as as women anyway. We nurture. Mm-hmm. So bring your X factor, bring mm-hmm. your grace into your mm-hmm. marriage, mm-hmm. occupy space. Yeah. And do it because yeah. you were born to actually do great things. So, yes. 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 Oh, girls. <laughs> yes. Take up space. <laughs> Yay. So, yes. yes. Uh, hope Please you guys have enjoyed. Pre, yeah, pre, pre and, and post. post. Please, and just, then post. And just go. And I think post. Even but that free, you, you don't have to wait till there's an <laughs> yeah, issue. Yeah, check in, do a check in. While you're married, you can actually, yes. Go for a check up. Go for a check up. Medical check up. Marital check up. Marital check up. Love it. Who are doing amazing. Yes, work. So yes. if you need any help with your marriage mm-hmm. or premarital counseling, you can always check, check her out her as out. well. Yes. So yes. hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Yes, Let I us have. know, like, I what are you, what are you using in your marriage? What are yes. your tips and yes. tricks for having a healthy marriage? Mm-hmm. Any issues you want us to discuss? Please mm-hmm. leave your comments in the yes. comment section. Yes. Yeah. And then if you've enjoyed this um, uh, discussion today, please let us know. Uh, are you all? In, are you in counseling? Are you? Um, and your spouse having issues is that something you really want to ask us we'll always direct those questions to yeah. our guests today so just let us know don't forget also to comment on this video if yeah. you've enjoyed the comments share with other mom friends of yours or other married friends of yours yeah. other single friends too they will get a lot of they will learn yeah, a lot I from mean. what we have discussed especially today, so. newly married couples newly as well too, make sure yes. you share with them and if you're just about to walk down the aisle or you yeah. just said yes or you will say yes sometime in your life. <laughs> also watch this video. Definitely. And also yes. follow us on all our social, social media, media platforms. platforms. Yes. And yes. we will see you on, yes. the, on the next, next episode, episode of, of the Girl to Woman, Woman podcast. podcast. Bye. Bye.